Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are joined by Olivia de Grazia to talk about her top class and now top acts monologue. Welcome, Olivia de Grazia. Hello. Hello, Olivia. (laughs) I am in year 12 this year at Eltham College and I'm doing drama this year, but I finished theatre studies last year and um, performed in top class and just found out that I will be performing in top acts. Can you talk us through your chosen monologue? Yes. My monologue is an excerpt from Christopher Durang's Vanya and Sonia and Masha and Spike. And in this, I was portraying Masha. She's an egotistical, insecure, aging starlet who uses belittling behavior and self-aggrandizing measures to cover up the fact that ultimately she is very insecure, riddled and plagued with insecurity, actually. The monologue is taking place in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and Masha is going home to speak to her brother and sister who are quite estranged from her. And basically she is lamenting uh, the regret that she has based on her career choices and her experiences as she wishes she was a tragic classical actress and yet really she was an actor who portrayed very was who was portrayed very sexualized in sort of action movies instead of having very deep roles that had any substance and therefore as she's grown older um, those roles really don't apply to her anymore and she's struggling to stay above water and her confidence really is mimicking the decline of her career. What made you particularly interested in this monologue? I was really drawn to just how comedic and funny it was. I had been doing a lot of dramatic things. I had just direct, like co-directed and done the Laramie Project at my school for theatre studies. And anything I sort of write seems to have a very somber undertone. And so I really was drawn to just how funny. I was actually laughing when I was reading the monologue the first time I read it. I was also considering doing Little Red, but I had a lot of physical problems that were would hinder my ability to do what I would have wanted to do with that as it's very very physical and also I told my teacher Amanda Sykes that I was considering both Masha and Little Red and she said oh thank god you want to do Masha that's my first choice for you I think you would be fantastic at that and because I really trust her opinion I trusted the fact that I was enticed and interested in the monologue and already had lots of ideas as soon as I'd read it. I feel like I never really had a connection to Little Red, but the reason I would have wanted to do it was simply because I love musical theater and I love singing, but it really wasn't the best fit. So ultimately it was the fact that I felt comfortable in that character and I felt like I could take on that character and become her and sort of explore who she really is because she's very nuanced and very multifaceted and I enjoyed exploring that when developing the piece and performing it still. What is the theatrical context of the monologue? Vanya and Sonia and Marsh and Spike. It was written by American playwright Christopher Durang. It was written in 2012 and had a few productions, but it was transferred to Broadway in 2013. Um, It has no specified year, but it does say that it is set 
in the present time. So you can sort of assume that any time in the past decade it could it could take place and probably any time in the future because it as long as it's set in modern times it sort of works it's set in a farmhouse in bucks county pennsylvania durang actually wrote this after moving to pennsylvania actually bucks county i believe and he said that it reminded him of melancholic family dramas written by anton chekhov which is um, the play is very much derived with themes and things like the characters' names, the setting, which is set in a farmhouse but um, around a cherry orchard. And it very much contains these themes such as um, unfulfilled dreams and expectations. And under that falls things like regret and loss. And there's also this very um, prominent theme of family and the importance of family because the characters Vanya, Sonia and Masha who are siblings all have a very interesting relationship with each other. Their interactions are usually very either Masha being demeaning or Vanya being a smartass or Sonia being depressing and their dynamic is really important and it also sort of highlights those other themes. Um, Aging women in Hollywood is one of the biggest um, themes uh, and I really did use that to my advantage. When I read the part, my first thought was, wow, she is so insecure. (laughs) And basically the fact that she is parading around pompously uh, patronizing Sonia. It really is all because she is so plagued with insecurity. And now that she can't play the roles that she was playing as she grows older, that insecurity just seems to never end. Can you tell us how you interpreted the monologue? I wanted to make sure that it was very comedic, very farcical. Farce and realism are the two theater styles that the play sort of maintains throughout its entire run. Um, And I wanted to use that exaggerated, caricatured characterization, the stereotype of the egotistical, insecure, aging starlet who, um, oh, just thinks she's the best. She's self-aggrandizing. She never stops talking about herself. And yet underneath that, you can tell that the only reason she is overcompensating with this over-the-top facade is because she has so much self-doubt and regret based on um, the decline of her career. Um, I, Like I said, I did really want to highlight momentary, momentary glimpses and inflections of doubt and regret. And because of that, I one of the main things I utilized in my piece was a black scarf that... I would sort of fiddle with upon any lines where Masha was sharing her um, little, sharing her insecurity, saying things like, oh, maybe I wouldn't have been great in this play before reestablishing the facade. So there's very minor and very intricate ways in which I used the scarf to demonstrate that regret because it very much the scarf was endowed with all of her regret all of her self-doubt and therefore she throws it away but then she quickly picks it up it's basically weighing her down it's on her shoulders the entire 
run. And that was very, a very conscious de- decision to demonstrate that doubt and that context of aging women in Hollywood. I also used it because I wanted Masha to be striving to be Chekhov's Masha, who she's speaking about throughout basically the entire um, monologue. She's speaking about how oh, I had the opportunity, I would have been so fantastic at playing this Masha, but, oh, I mean, I didn't get that opportunity, but I could have gotten it if I wanted to. This alternate Masha is representing the time when her career was flourishing and she was happy and she was on top of the moon. So she's very much striving to become this person. And I used the scarf actually at one point as a headscarf. When I did my research, I realized that Masha in Chekhov's Three Sisters always wore some sort of black headdress or scarf or hat or something. Um, And I really wanted to mimic that image of who that person is. And I very much did that with the scarf. And it also represents regret. As I would throw the scarf over my head, it would sort of be like it's encapsulating me. And so that regret, while she's pretending to be this person, is always very present. Even though I wanted to make it very nuanced and I wanted to demonstrate that insecurity, my biggest um, goal was always to have it be very comedic and have people laughing. And so it's sort of that really over-exaggerated and caricatured characterization that I utilized um, was very much the center of my piece and that parading around pompously, that patronizing tone, that boastful nature, all of that was who she was. That was the end of part one of our interview. If you would like to keep listening, please do, or you can go to our episode bank where you can find a whole range of episodes that might pique your interest. That's all from us at The Aside. If you would like to contact us, please do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com where you can ask us a question or give us some feedback. I would like to thank Aaron Searle for providing the music, Eltham College for letting us record here, and Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.